Recall that we, as in you, have already encountered, isn't that a great groovy 60s word? Epsilon contract verbs, the stem of whose first principal part ends in epsilon. Now again, I want to emphasize that the spelling irregularities, the rules for vowel contraction, etc., they only apply to verb forms that come from the first principal part. That's so important, otherwise you think that epsilon or alpha contract verbs are just, you know, the bane of your existence. Well, they're a relative bane, okay? But the problems only occur in the first principal part. Otherwise, in principal parts two to six, they're regular, that is to say weak stems, and they follow the rules. So here's poieo, which I think was your pattern verb back when you encountered epsilon contract. And you can kind of see it up here. The stems are in blue. I don't know why I didn't use red, like you could actually see it. But so here's poie, that's the stem. And then O is the connecting vowel and ending, kind of all in there together. Now in the second principal part, the epsilon of the stem lengthens to eta, and you add a sigma. And then that becomes the stem, right, poies. They're weak, so they're predictable. The third principal part is epoiesa, and you can see the stem, poies. Pepoiek. So there's the whole stem, pepoiek. That should look regular too, with a duplication and a kappa. Pepoie, and then the fifth principal part, verbs have no connecting vowel. So the my is just slammed right on the end. And then epoiethane. So I hope that in, in some sense at least, you can see just how regular these verbs are. They are weak verbs. So in the principal parts are very predictable. Um, and it's only in the spelling, if you will, of the first principal part verb forms that you have to know the, the rules for vowel contraction, okay? And with regard to epsilon, these are the three rules that Dr. Veltz has you remember, okay, or asks you to remember. Now, I'm going to offer, just because it's stupid, if, if you're still wondering how do I remember these rules, I'm going to tell you how, you how you can do it. You will be able to say this your whole life long. And again, along with the creed and the Our Father in the nursing home, you will know <coughs> the rules for epsilon stem vowel contraction. Okay, are you ready? Here's the first rule. Now you can just say when the stem vowel, these are the stem vowels, right? They're at the end of the stem, right? When they meet a connecting vowel or a diphthong, this is what happens. Epsilon, when it encounters epsilon, it goes to epsilon iota. But here's how you remember that. You ready? Now I have a PhD. E plus E is A. Or in Veltzian, A. Okay? I'm going to show you that again. I know that was hard. Ready? E plus E is A. Okay? Now, I want you to do it. Okay. Not, not too loud, okay? And the important part is that last part, you have to kind of make your mouth do that wide thing, okay? Not, not too loud. Ready? E plus E is A. Now, see, I guarantee that if you do that like 15 times in the nursing home, you will know the rule, the first rule for epsilon stem vowel contraction, okay? Here's the second one. Ready? It's not dissimilar. Ready? 
ए प्लस अ रेडी कीप एम अवे फ्रॉम द विंडो हीज लॉस्ट इट ओके लेट्स ट्राई हेर वी गो ए See, focus. Work with me here. See, see. Now, you know, there is a virtue, a mnemonic virtue to stupidity. See, and these are so stupid that you will remember these. See, e la e e e o i e la a e o. Okay. And now the third one is ready. So you have to get over the, any sense of having any dignity here at Concordia. <laughs> this is not about Concordia Seminary is not about personal dignity. It's for the sake of the gospel. Okay, all right. This is all for the sake of the gospel. Okay, ready? E plus long e long. That is to say, whenever the stem epsilon encounters a long vowel or a long, like a diphthong, it just becomes the corresponding long, right? See, so there you go. I mean, Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace, right? I have finally, you know, Gibbs is my soter. He has helped me to remember. Soter, hey, soter mu. I mean, you know, there you go. So anyway, that's a little gravel that may or may not have fallen out of your truck. Now remember also that verb accent is recessive, and there's a rule for how do you accent these forms when you have to make the vowel contraction following these rules in verb that verbs that come from the first principal part stem. This is review. What you do, and you may remember this, is you begin by accenting the uncontracted form, and then if that form has acute on the stem vowel epsilon. Then the contracted form will have circumflex over the contraction. By the way, that was a future particular conditional sentence, but <laughs> I thought I'd share that with you. So let's let's do a form. For instance, we'll use poya o, poya. Now let's. Uh, what what form do you want to make? Any form from the first principal part. You name the form, and we'll make it. What do you want to make? Okay. What mood? Indicative or subjunctive? Indicative. So you want present, indicative. What voice? Passive. Present, indicative, passive, third singular. Is that what we want? Okay. What's the connecting vowel for third singular? E. Epsilon. Right. O e e o e o. Right. And we want passive, and it's third singular. So the ending would be tie. Right. My a tie. Middle passive. Right. Okay. Now, verb accent is re is recessive, so it always wants to go as far back as it can. And for accenting purposes, you may not remember this one. Alpha yoda at the very end is short. So how far back can it go? Eins, zwei, drei. Right. So you accent the uncontracted form first, and now you do the contraction. But you know that because the acute is here on the stem vowel, when you get done, you're going to put a circumflex. When the uncontracted form has an acute on the stem file, you're going to end up with a circumflex. See, that's kind of at the bottom of the screen over here. So, you ready? E, pla, e, 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 i. Oh, whatever. That's right. 
Mowage. <laughs> you mocked me once, never do it again. Okay, okay so that's a great movie. Right? Here's the contraction, right? And there's your form. Okay? This would be present indicative, middle or passive, third person singular. Okay? Let's do another eo form. Okay? Because I, I think we, we do have some time. And by the way, all of the eo verbs follow these rules. Right? The only exception, and we've seen it with kaleo, is that sometimes when you leave the first part, the epsilon doesn't lengthen to eta. It just stays epsilon. But everything else is the same. Add sigma. Everything else is the same, okay? So let's do another verb form. You can do any, any. Doesn't have to be indicative, subjunctive, infinitive, participle, anything. They all follow the rules. So, so what form would you like to make now out of the first principle part stem? Participle. Participle, okay? What kind of part? Present participle, active, middle, or passive? Present passive. Present participle, passive. Now give me gender number case. Masculine plural nominative. Okay, that's all right. All right, so we've got the present participle passive. Oh, that's got the hamburger helper, right? Remember that? See, so it's, right? Amen, right? And it goes amenos, and then it goes os, u, o, on, oi. Did I say singular or plural? <coughs> Plural, okay, nominative, plural, masculine, okay? So are we okay so far on this form? This is the middle or passive participle thing, and it's got an omicron, always an omicron, right? So this is going to be masculine, plural, nominative. Now, uh, let's see, oh, for, let's see. I think for accenting purposes, this is also short, is that right? I think that's right. So we'll go one, two, Three. Oh, so in the unaccented form, there's no acute here, so you're not going to have a circumflex. Okay. Now, e, bla, a, e, o. Right. There you go. Poi umenoi. Okay. So all of the epsilon contract verbs, it's a spelling issue. That's all it is. But if you don't know how it's spelled, you can't parse it. See? If you can't parse it. Now, you could probably make an educated guess. You go, oh, this is probably from Poyeo, and it's got the hamburger helper and the oi ending. So you could probably do it. But I'm just trying to illustrate the regularity of this. And the alpha contracts have their own rules, and they also are regular. Rob? Because it's present stem. We're doing only present stem forms. Now, if you want to do the aorist participle active, or middle, or passive, whatever, then it would be, the stem would be poies. And then you'd have the a, amen, and then the oi. That's right. That's right. You see, by the way, you see how important it is to identify the stem? Right? And these, especially with these uh, contract verbs. Okay? So again, they follow the rules. And if you know the rules, then you're groovy, right? Okay? All right. Um, and in fact, it looks like on the handout, I might even have had an example. 
good for me. Uh, but here again, you can see that just to, because it's so fun to say, a plus a e u. Okay. Okay. I mean, if you can't remember that, you probably aren't baptized or something. I mean, you know, it's, it's just really very effective, right? So, alpha.